Bush and Richie here with your podcast, uh, and uh, this is going to be a good one. It's live from Birmingham. Uh, we had a hell of an adventure just even before we even started the show yeah. that you're about to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been on trains. Richie had a speedometer telling us the speed of the train as we were getting towards Birmingham. We'll come back to that at some point in the not-too-distant future. Then we were involved in a fire drill before the show started. The show nearly never happened. Nearly never happened. It was the first proper fire evacuation because drill suggests it's a practice that's a very good point I want to go with a full on evacuation because it's what it was not the first time you've had a full on evacuation before the show is it (laughs) (laughs) should we get on with it here's the show for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. it's the Hometime Payday Social Thursday evening with Bush and Richie, live from Birmingham this evening speaking of later this evening if you're listening to Absolute Radio because of course Hometime across all eight Absolute Radio stations but on Absolute Radio tonight it's our live music Thursday you can hear the big Supergrass session oh yes uh, we're very excited tonight about going to the old Joint Stock Pub hopefully going to meet a load of you guys just saying though between Richie and ourselves in the, in the world of dating and this is not a boast neither of us have any experience of being stood up it's not a boast it's, it's just a fact you've seen the state of us we're not <laughs> boasting uh, we just want to know ahead of the, going to this pub that we've kind of put on a party but we're not 100% sure if anyone's going to turn up we are concerned that no one will be there weirdly speaking of stood up we nearly stood you guys up because about 25 minutes ago there mm. was a fire alarm yeah. fire drill in this building we were stood out the front there in a, in a communal square, uh, square with everyone wearing high-vis vests and everything it was actually you were quite right don't create yourself from alarm to drill it was an alarm there it, was no drill going on it was we real drama there, wasn't yeah. it yeah. proper drama so we've nearly been stood up in that sense I think I'm going to say the closest I've actually been stood up because uh, obviously in terms of dating it's not happened mm-hmm. is Morrissey eh when see Morrissey yeah Seven or eight years ago, uh, it was at the Roundhouse in uh, Camden. Came on, he did one song, right? Something wrong with his throat. Threw the microphone on the floor, and then he walked off. I wouldn't have said that that's being stood up in the in the concept of dating. I'd say Morrissey's turned up. He had a quick drink, and it was a bad date, and he's gone. <laughs> is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That seems to reflect badly on me. Bearing <laughs> yeah. in mind, it, it, when I was there, it was mainly Morrissey's fault. <laughs> so you still haven't been stood up. The eighty-seven years combined between the two of us remains still going strong 87 years but hopefully that will not be happening tonight but if you have had a particularly bad standing up story you wish to share and get off your chest right now absolute radio if you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you okay let's get on with it then the home time podcast with bush and richie but will people turn up? We're putting on this night to meet you guys, celebrate the, the final arrival of the January payday, so long awaited for. But will anyone be there? We really hope so, because we've got 87 years together, the two of us. I've not been stood up. Not been stood up before. So well, bar, bar, a bit of Morrissey standing up earlier on, for me, that's the only thing. On that, Clara says, all right, chaps, if we're talking about being stood up, or bad dates with Morrissey, count me in. I saw him in Boston about a decade ago, and what do you know? Two songs, <gasps> then throat issues. Do you know what? Given his current behaviour, he's doing us a favour. <laughs> uh, let's go to your text if you've ever been stood up here. Uh, Hannah from London says, my now husband did not meet up on our first date. He did text me, though, saying his bus had broken down. At our wedding, he revealed that he got the wrong bus and had lied about it for three years. What would you lie about getting the wrong bus? Wow, and particularly on that first ever meeting, your whole relationship is based on, like, sand. There's no, no foundations. Started on a lie. It has. Started on a lie. Jason says... Sorry, Sorry, lads, I do have to stand you up tonight. Uh, I applied 
married. I was invited to the party, but I now can't make it. So take this as the first blemish on those records. <laughs> what we want to say is this, right? Picture in your minds, Richie and I have got a roped off section of a pub, right? This is going to be like a kid's birthday that's gone horribly wrong. So if you don't turn up, psychological effects on us are going to be huge. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. And just to say, thank God, wouldn't you be glad to see the back of January? It's, it's lo- been going on for ages. Long old month with the early December payday. That's why we're here. Uh, we mentioned this on the show the other day and we didn't have a chance to elaborate on it, but I do believe that in the future we're going to need to shave a bit off January and just yep, spread it yep, around a little yep. bit. We're going to have to come back to this. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, we have bigger fish to fry. We are going to do our show here live from Birmingham. Then we're uh, sauntering off to the old joint stock pub, uh, very kindly lent to us by Fullers to uh, take part in our first payday social. We're hoping that loads of people are going to be there, mm-hmm. but we don't quite know. And that's why with that kind of fear at the base of our hearts, uh, we're after your uh, stood-up stories. Have you ever been stood up? We have been asking for them. The more they come in, the more I do now worry about tonight. We get this. For my 50th birthday... This is just hideous. For my 50th birthday, my wife organised a surprise party. Oh, that's nice of her. It is lovely. I inadvertently found out, unknown to her. So I knew what to expect. Okay. What I didn't expect was for nobody to be there (gasps) at all. Oh, no. My poor wife just burst into tears. Eventually, (laughs) ten people arrived. Oh, it wasn't great. Do you know what, though, from naught up to ten, he's probably laughing by the end of it, I imagine. I'd be happy with that, yeah. You'd be happy with that, wouldn't you? Not tonight. This is, this is filling me with a lot of trepidation. Uh, there's a great tweet in from Adam Sloman. He says, guys, uh, I asked a girl I used to work with for a drink. She agreed. I waited at the pub for almost 45 minutes. She didn't show. Uh, the next shift, I asked her what happened. Her reply, oh, yeah, sorry, I asked my boyfriend, and he says it wasn't OK, so I stayed at home with him. What is going on? The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. I feel so far our mission is only a partial success. Because uh, despite the fact we've been out on the streets of Birmingham since we arrived on the train at about half twelve today, we've still not managed to uh, track down one of these scallops. You and I did a 45-minute circle of the city centre earlier this afternoon. We got trapped in what, you know, on those, like, roundabout <laughs> underpass things? Yeah. What was that place? I don't even know where we were, but we we walked past it twice. It was, it was unbelievable. <laughs> it was like some kind of a like amphitheatre or something like that. Yes. So we were walking around for ages... Um, um, so, just to fool you, and we been talking about on the show this week, a scallop is kind of, uh, as far as we can tell, a mythical creature, a mythical beast, a uh, Midlands delicacy. It's it's not fish, because we previously thought scallop, that's got to be a fish. It's not, it's potato or something, isn't it? It is. It's, it's fried potato. I mean, obviously, chips are anyway, but this is a particularly big chunk that they're very proud of up here. Also, yesterday, when you were off on your Florence Nightingale duties, oh, yes. I discovered orange chips. This is another thing they're very, very proud of that you can also get in your fish and chip shops of the West Midlands. Orange chips. Orange chips. So it's basically, amazing. it's your chips deep fried in batter. Some say you can put gravy over them as well. I might move here. But the great thing is, you've got to 
find a chip shop to do it. And once again, on our 45-minute circle of the city yeah. centre today, did we find one? No. Yeah, we did We did a, a great big walk around, ended up buying some fruit from Sainsbury's Local and sitting in here. So it's not exactly the, uh, the outcome we were after, to be honest with you. One other thing, Birmingham, you were very proud telling us about your, oh, we've got more canals than Venice. I've walked over one canal bridge. Actually, you know what, though? Weirdly, you know, I tweeted a photo taking the mickey slightly of the fact that we were, we were under quite a grimy-looking bridge. We were, yeah. Just up from a, quite a grimy-looking uh, registry office, yes, if you remember. I do, yeah. Uh, someone's tweeted, Jack has tweeted, say, hey, that's a canal over your head. Pretty impressive, if you ask me. All right, I up the count from one to two. <laughs> there you go. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. And tonight, uh, we're going to be hopefully meeting loads of you guys at the old joint stop right in the centre of Birmingham here. And like I say, it's not a ticketed event. Just come along. Come and say hello. Looking forward to meeting y'all. Uh, but speaking of pubs, I don't know if you saw this in the paper, uh, a pub in Scotland has created its own set of rules to crack down on what it perceives to be annoying behaviour in terms of what people wear. Right. Uh, it's a pub called the Dreadnought in Leith, near Edinburgh. And there's a sign on the front that's kind of gone viral uh, saying, no jobby catchers. It's a jobby catcher. That's a, a remote control, no, isn't it? Apparently, yeah. In some parts of Cornwall, that is a remote <laughs> control, as we all know. Uh, apparently, a jobby catcher are this tracky bottoms. You know, the great tracky oh, bottoms that I've got? I gotcha, yes. You may have heard Carl Pilkington yeah. talk about them on our podcast. Uh, apparently, you're not allowed in there if you wear jobby catches, tracky bottoms. What, the ones that got like the really tight sort of ankles? Yeah, those kind yeah. of really thin at the bottom tracky okay. bottoms. Yeah, yeah. So we're not talking about the great tracky bottoms that... What's the name of that goalie used to wear really f- like flappy tracky bottoms? Oh, Paper you know Palace. Paper Palace. Karai. Gabor Kirai. Gabor Kirai, that's knowledge. a fella. So the other rule is no mankles. So, right, okay, well, no. the, your, short, your short trousers and no socks. I, I've really noticed this having moved to Essex. We love Essex, live in Leon C, it's brilliant, but you cannot uh, ignore the fact that the men there don't wear socks. Mm. They have really tight jeans, boating shoes on normally, no <laughs> socks whatsoever. <laughs> so I thought, you know, this is a great opportunity to write pretty much a new charter for yep. British pubs. So I just want to put it out there on the show this evening. If we were to wipe the slate clean and create some new pub rules, because everyone knows the old kind of, you have to have your shirt on when you're ordering at the bar and all that yep. kind of stuff. And whether you actually do that or not, it's up to you. But what if there were some new rules for pubs? Uh, and we could maybe put these together as like a, a bit of a, a Bible for everybody. First thing that's coming to mind for me, I'm worrying if it's a little bit niche, but you know when you're ordering food in a pub yeah, and uh, they'll bring over like uh, a little tray of knives, forks, ketchup, mayonnaise and serviettes uh-huh. to your table. The number of times I pick up the mayonnaise, <laughs> empty. You know, it's just like farting out air at you and there's no mayo in it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I'm getting wound up even thinking about it. So if you finish if you finish off a condiment in a pub, let them know behind the bar. That's a good point. It's a simple one. It's a lazy thing and yeah. you're just putting it back. Do you know what as well? You've made a very good point there. I don't like it in pubs. These rules can also be for the people who run the pub. Yeah. I don't like it when you have to, like, it's like some kind of generation game. You've got to go and get your own cutlery from over there or condiments from over <laughs> It should come with a meal. <laughs> I agree. Stick that one in there. A couple of other possible rules just to get us going. Separate queue for people who are going to order cocktails, fancy drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have your own section. Agreed. No hot drinks. So it's <laughs> you shouldn't be having a cup of tea or a coffee in a pub. So you're not saying a separate queue for hot drinks. You're just saying yeah, hey, no hot hey, drinks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Get out. And then finally, just going back to the condiment thing, bit of a tax or a surcharge on people. You know those people who grab every condiment going, sachets, yeah. and then use about a quarter of them, but it all goes <laughs> in the bin. There's some, there should be some kind of rebate on that. They're like getting that. charged. Absolute 
Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. This is the thing that's taken me right back to our first ever show here on Home Time. It's roasting hot in here. Yep. It's going to be a hot pub this evening. Yep. You're wearing like a really heavy knit yeah. roll neck jumper. I know, I know. And I'm starting to think as we're playing songs, back in my mind, is he wearing a T-shirt underneath that or is he bare-chested? There's a T-shirt underneath, but the T-shirt has gone too far. This is it. I thought, I was thinking to myself, as the, the day's gone on, and it is hot in this studio, yeah. I'm thinking, right, if Richie has had a T-shirt on under there, he'd have taken the jumper off by now, which is making me believe that you are bare-chested. You're saying you're no, not. no, no, no. There's a T-shirt underneath and it's gone too hot. How do you mean it's gone too far? It's sacrificed. The T-shirt will look <laughs> disgusting. In what way? What You reckon you've got, there's a couple <laughs> of patches? I reckon there's the old Tony Blair going on from that conference speech, yeah. <laughs> this, the jumper's got to stay on. I'm, I'm self-basting right now. And we wonder why no one's turning up to our pod now tonight. <laughs> Time podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Just watching the falling apart of Richie during the course of the day is unbelievable. So not only is he so hot and sweaty that he can't take his roll neck jumper off and he's dead roasting in the studio because his T-shirt's virtually perished. During that last song that you were listening to there, uh, he's now eating warm yoghurt with muesli. What is going on? My logic was that the yoghurt, because it was once in a fridge about two hours ago, was going to cool me down. It's roasting hot. It's really warm. It's really not good. Uh, you know, if you were 50-50 and you were sitting on the fence about coming to our payday social tonight at the old joint stock, Come down just to see what happens to him next. My defence is, at 8.30 this morning, I was dressing myself and a toddler, and it was all a bit of a rush, <laughs> and I've not thought this through very well at all. Uh, so you're struggling on with the roll neck. <laughs> I think on the way to the pub tonight, I'm going to have to find some Birmingham tourist shop and buy, like, a I came to Birmingham for the T-shirt kind of thing. Oh, that would be great. Imagine him turning up with a I've got a bear behind, Hoffmeister <laughs> shirt. But, hey, look, we are here for our payday social tonight at the old joint stock, uh, and we're trying to rewrite the rules of the British pub and uh, you've got some good suggestions Ant in Sittingbourne says uh, pub rule expanding from your separate line for cocktails rule yes please how about an express line for three drinks or less that's a brilliant idea because sometimes you just want to get like a small round for a couple of you yeah. and you're always stuck behind someone on a birthday that's party a good idea yeah cracking idea that Dr Songo on Twitter uh, says don't wait until the barman says what you're having to turn to your mates and ask them what they want find out first. Good idea. Very good point. Simon's back on cocktails again, which appears to be the most um, con contentious up, bit of the rules. Definitely a non-cocktail half hour at the bar, oh, yes. especially in early summer when every other person causes massive cues by ordering a mojito. When did this whole mojito thing start as well? You, genuinely, I remember growing up, there was no, you'd never heard of a mojito. <laughs> Until about 10 years ago, mojitos everywhere. I wonder whether with this, uh, you know, non-cocktail hour, half hour he's talking about, can we combine that with the light on, light off situation you have on a plane when it's uh, you're allowed to get up and walk around? Good idea. You know, merge the two. Yeah. The tech's already there. Uh, Craig says, no kids and prams. I live in Spain and it's rife. It's a bit harsh. <laughs> Uh, and Tim says, uh, this is getting ridiculous, no blackcurrant in Guinness, no lime in lager. If you don't like them, drink something you will like, like a shandy or a baby sham. People just having a go at each other now. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
Absolute Radio. I'm just wondering how that um, muesli and milk that you've just eaten in this hot studio has gone down. I've chucked right? it. I've chucked it. Is it gone? It's gone. Keep us posted. We'll keep you posted on uh, the uh, development of how Richie's evening goes. Come down to the old joint store. Just have a look. Watch him in action. I've still got the only Don't food. Do it. The, <laughs> the only food I've got is so hot in this studio. The only food I've got left is a chicken mayo sandwich that I bought three hours ago. Oh my that word. actually looks like it's sweating more than I am. <laughs> Watch this space. Meanwhile, didn't know malted bread could sweat. It's looking sweaty from here. <laughs> uh, a pub in Scotland has created its own set of clothes rules banning jobby catches, which are tracky bottoms, and mankles, which is men not wearing socks. If you could impose any rule for a pub, what would it be and why? Paul and Putney says uh, new pub rules when at the joke. Sorry, when at the jukebox. Uh huh. Sorry, I just can't read. It's now. a sandwich. It's so hot, it? yeah. When at the jukebox, no double denim. He says, by that I mean never play two records by the same artist. Oh, that's a good idea. It's kind of like a pub no repeat guarantee. Oh, I love what you've done there. Thank Selling you. the station. Uh, this fella called Richie K says, abolish the two shot <laughs> carry rule in pool for all pubs across the United Kingdom. I'm going to put my hands up and say, I don't know what that rule is. No, he's going to have to expand on that. I don't know. The two shot carry rule, please clarify. Uh, Charlie and Leamington's. Spa, three simple pub rules. One, beer mats for everyone. None of this pretentious metal tables that mean your drink drips over you when you lift it. Ooh. Two, hooks under the bar for coats. It's cold outside, but not in here, so give me something to hang my coat on. I'm with you on that one. Yep. And three, one pound off your drink for every dog you bring into the pub. Maximum four dogs per person. Fantastic. So if you try and get together a huge cluster of dogs, you can have a free night out. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Yeah, you know, someone suggested earlier on getting rid of the two-shot rule in pool. Yeah, if we have clarification, yeah. Well, not really, because Brad says when you have two shots and you put your last colour, you carry two shots over to the black if the other colours remain. But Lee Lomas says when the other person fouls you and you get two shots, if you pop the next ball, you carry the two shots, it shouldn't be allowed. That's not clarification as far as I'm concerned. I feel like they're talking in riddles to me. Yeah, it's a bit more confusing than when I started. No name attached to this rule, but I'm on board with it. No food on planks of wood, <laughs> slate or other building paraphernalia. <laughs> Love it. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, we are in Birmingham ahead of our payday social, uh, which is tonight at the old Joint Stop Pub, and we can't wait to come and meet you guys. Took a little stroll around Birmingham uh, earlier this afternoon for about 45 minutes to find a fish and chip shop to have these, uh, these famed scallops. Yeah. Couldn't find one. Didn't work out, did it? But what we did find whilst we were walking about, walked down this road and ended up having stars on the pavement, uh, very much like you see uh, the, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It was just like the Hollywood Walk of Fame, apart from it, that one doesn't go past the Sainsbury's local, no, as far as I true. can tell. Um, but, uh, but yeah, looking down and then suddenly there's a great big star saying Frank Skinner, our very own Frank Skinner here this Saturday morning. Our Frank Skinner off of Absolute Radio. Walked a touch further, suddenly we're walking over Beverly Knight. Well, at least her star, that is. Yeah. And then you walk a touch further, we're walking over Ray Graydon. I wasn't overly familiar with Ray Graydon. <laughs> then it says underneath in slightly smaller, uh, slightly smaller print, Walsall Football Club. He's probably been on rock and roll football at some point. I, I would imagine so. I must have um, uh, taken charge of Walsall in their, their halcyon days. That's cool though, isn't it? You know, it? Dedicating all these stars to famous sons and daughters of the place, the city. So what we thought might be quite 
fun before we head off to the old joint stock at the end of the show would be <laughs> and see if anyone arrives uh, is to profile your town what would your town be like if you just listed its three most famous residents this is an interesting experiment or thing to do because you get you kind of drill down to whether you've got a, a razzmatazz showbiz town or village or city do you know I, what I think mean we'll not? all agree with Frank Skinner Beverly Knight and Ray Graydon Birmingham's doing pretty well it's got some cracking people from here but I, I I've been thinking long and hard about my hometown of Brixham in Devon, right? And there's very, there's very little. There really is very little. <laughs> really? The only famous person I can think of is Dan Gosling, the footballer, who went from Brixham Town to mm-hmm. the My Team Everton. Oh, right, yeah. And then snubbed us to go, I think, to Newcastle and he's ended up at Bournemouth. Oh, right, so he's gone coastal again anyway. He's gone, he's gone back to the coast. So Dan Gosling is what we've got. I will put forward my hometown of Eastbourne, Theresa May. Right, good start. Prunella Scales. <laughs> I love it. Third one. And Top Loader. Top, <laughs> top Loader. There's a curveball right at the very end. I love that. It's weird, that third one always seems to come in slightly... It does, doesn't slightly it? Slightly ski-whiff. Yeah. Uh, Teresa says, her place... And now she doesn't tell us where she's actually from. Which, uh, so we've got a guess, then. We've got a guess. Right. Jules Holland, Vanessa Redgrave and Henry VIII. Now, I, I don't know. I'm going to say it's somewhere in Kent. I'm not 100% sure. Jules Holland, live Googling A bit of live Googling. Jules Holland is from Blackheath in London. Is he really? According to this. On Blackheath? On Blackheath. Is that not where Blackheath is from, though, is it? Henry VIII. Where's he from? Let's have a look. Henry VIII is from London. This isn't. This is not really <laughs> narrowing it down. That's fault. Who's that lady you tweeted? That, that's Theresa's <laughs> fault. Tell us where you're from. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. It's Absolute Radio and, you know, respect to Birmingham as well. Uh, Just one other thing. Uh, They've got trams. Yes, they have. Well done. If you're in a town or city, it's got trams. Well done if you've got trams. They've got trams on the streets, they've got stars on the pavements, Beverly Knight, Frank Skinner and Ray Graydon from Walsall FC we walked over today. Amazing. What would sum up your town in three celebrities? Uh, Lee in Wimbledon has just texted just to clear up the Ray Graydon fact. We'd never heard of him before. He played for Villa in the 70s when they had an Admiral kit, says Lee. Now, I remember Admiral was a very cool, retro kind of uh, mm. much-beloved kit. So there you go, we're finding out a bit more about Ray Graydon. Each, we're learning. Each minute. Uh, now, I said earlier on that I couldn't get three stars for Brixham, yep. my hometown in Devon, because uh, all I remember is Dan Gosling, the mm-hmm. football player. Uh, someone's texting saying, Bush, you're forgetting Ray Reardon. Oh, wow. Do you remember the snooker player used to like Dracula? Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what, what a collection. Quite a sporting collection. Still after that third star. Uh, Watford, Anthony Joshua, George Michael and Elton John, says a nameless text. That is amazing as well. Uh, someone here, nameless, says Glasgow, legend of Billy Connolly, end of. Uh, wow. Freddie, very proud of Woking, his hometown, Harry Hill, Delia Smith, Paul Weller. There you go, some strong stuff in that Best category. Best hat-trick so far. <laughs> Hometime podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. 
Absolute Radio. Bush and Ritchie live and unleashed in Birmingham here on Home Time on this Thursday night ahead of our first ever payday social at the Old Joint Stock Pub. We'll see you hopefully a bit later on. So on our wanderings around Birmingham earlier this afternoon, we uh, walked down a road, couldn't tell you what one it was, had stars on the pavement, very much like uh, the uh, the Walk of Fame in uh, in Hollywood. Yeah, it was unbelievable, wasn't it? Uh, Frank Skinner, Beverly Knight and uh, a gentleman called Ray Graydon, who I think managed Walsall. Uh, so what three celebrities would sum up where you live? And we've got some great stuff coming into the show. I love the fact still that people are sending them in without telling us where they're from. So we're having to like work it out for ourselves. <laughs> a bit of detective work. Yeah. Uh, Amy says, Jamie Bell, Paul Smith and Jet from Gladiators. Uh, she, I presume she's referring to Billingham. Oh, right. Oh, OK. That's a, that's a good stable of famous people there, isn't it? I remember Jet from Gladiators. Yeah. She's a very intimidating lady. Diane, I think, was her name. You know a lot about Jet from Gladiators. I liked her. He seems like you did. Gary says, Alan Cumming, um, who was in Nightcrawler and X-Men. Okay, right. Uh, Ian McDermott, Emperor Palpatine. Scary bunch. And uh, Roddy Wumble from Idlewild, (laughs) uh, all from Carnoustie. Do you know what? I saw Idlewild for the first time at the Shine On Weekender uh, in in November, just gone. And they were brilliant. You ever heard an Idlewild song before? Uh, I've got to be honest. I'm going to say no. It was like uh, some form of a religious experience. Experience for me. Fantastic. So good that Roddy, what's his name? Rod, Roddy Halfpipe lives <laughs> Roddy there. Roddy Wumble. <laughs> uh, Alan Chambers has been on. You'll be able to get this one. Uh, his neck of the woods, they can boast Gary Lineker, Sue Townsend, and Engelbert Humperdinck. I'm going to go for a punt. I think it's Leicester. You're absolutely right. <laughs> They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Think about your local area, your neck of the woods. What three celebrities are famous where you're from? Ricky Wilson, Nicola Adams, Mel B. Oh, where's that? That's Leeds. It's got to be Leeds. It's got to be Leeds. A lot of these people put Nigel Holmes. Celebrities down without telling us where they're from, so having to Google them themselves. It's like some kind of <laughs> Sudoku quiz for us. Uh, another one here says Lisa Stansfield, Anna Friel, and Bill Oddie. There's a bit of a pattern here. That is uh, Aaron Dixon who's put in. I don't know where they're from. I've got no idea. Aaron's not put that bit of information in. It seems to be a two-on-one rule, this, right? You've got two, like, run-of-the-mill celebs and one person with a crazy name. All right, well, let's uh, let's see if that follows with this one. Go on, yeah. Carl Jones says, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Dylan Thomas and Sir Harry Seacombe. There you go, the two-on-one rule. <laughs> Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. How would your town be represented if it was just three celebrities? We walked over three of the stars on what turns out to be the Birmingham Walk of Fame earlier on. We only walked over Frank Skinner, Beverly Knight and Ray Graydon. Unbelievable, isn't it? There's more stars, apparently. If there are stars in your town or village or city, um, let us know. And uh, what an amazing trio you could end up having. Dan Gosling and Ray Reardon, wasn't it, for you in Brixham? For this, I was really struggling, right? I know Dan Gosling for player and then someone else says Bush you're forgetting Ray Reardon someone yeah. else has just tweeted now hashtag UK uh, says Ray Reardon you're having a laugh he was born in Tredegar South Wales that's outrageous <laughs> never trust the public uh, I think we'll close this avenue off with this final text I live in Rotherham the land of the Chuckle Brothers David Seaman and Jive Bunny it's very hard to beat The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
So look, hope you've enjoyed the podcast. We are acutely aware that for you as podcast listeners, you never really had the chance to come down the old joint stock tonight. Oh yeah, it's a good point. They wouldn't have been able to do it, would they? We should do some kind of podcast hookup. Yeah, like some kind of... Uh, where, where, where would be an apt place to meet podcast-only people? Uh, half-board, as we call them. <laughs> oh, not back to that again. Oh, yes. My suggestion would be Burton, which is the most central town in the United Kingdom, I believe. Okay. All right, I might have got that wrong. That's all not right. a bad idea. So, because we don't know where any of them are from, They're all so let's just go somewhere central. Yeah. So, Burton, and I suggest let's pick a date in two months' time, because no one knows how, like... <laughs> you know, current the podcast is to someone. This is it. Someone might be listening and think, oh, I like that show. I'll go right back to the beginning and listen all the way through. So how about um, 30th of March in Burton? We're going to nail our flag to that particular match. In the Weatherspoons in Burton. 30th of March, TBC, Weatherspoons, Burton. I'm assuming they have a Weatherspoons. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a bit of research to do, but you never know. It might happen. The Moon Under the Burt. Right, is Duo the band. (laughs) 